Dear children, tonight the sermon is for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Dear children, I would like to listen to this story. The scene takes place at the manger in a house, a nativity scene has been built. The house is suddenly empty. Everyone has gone to mass and the figures of the manger are left alone. They watch. Tonight, they kept their eyes and their hearts of painting plaster wide open. They saw everything, they heard everything, they had a front row seat at the family feast. Now they are tired and need to rest a bit. I've got a headache, the sheep says. I am tired with their restlessness. I would have been happier with some prayers and canticles. Now that they have gone, we can enjoy a little time of quietness. Yes, says the lamb. We were on time this year. But remember last year, they lost the wise man's camel. It was four days before they found it behind the cabinet. I wonder if those humans realize what we are made for. Look over there, the ship says. They replaced the shepherd that had been broken. This one is not so well painted. Maybe. But I like his face. He looks younger, says the lamb. It's not always easy to be a figure in the crib. You need to show a nice face. It's the same for the humans, the angel says. They need the incarnation. Today is a day of happy faces because it's the feast of a God who became incarnate. In his love, God took the face of a child to smile. He came to save us by showing his love and becoming one of them. Do you think, the lamb says, that is why they model us? We plaster figures, sometimes nice, sometimes not. 
Yes, the angel says, an incarnated, an incarnate God gave them the right to paint his face. His person inspired them to shape figures. Being a Christian is being concrete, visual, incarnate, even for me, an angel, a pure, a pure spirit. When, you have, when human beings limit the child of the manger to ideas, like peace, love, happiness, or well-being, they de-Christianize themselves. We are not invited to welcome an abstraction. We welcome the God and child, the heart of the Christmas message is Christ Jesus, true God and true man. Not only that, the sheep says nervously, look at the table, see those open presents, it's gorgeous. They want to express their love, of course. Presents are important in that family, but there are presents everywhere. It's too much. A few minutes ago, I saw the shepherd taking his young wife to visit the presents. She was delighted at the thought of doing it. I listened discreetly to what they said. Tell us, the lamb says. What I can tell you, the sheep says, in a mysterious way, is that they came back quite sad to see so many nice things. The shepherd told me, there were many of them, but few among the presents feel themselves loved. They feel consumed, but not desired. It's gorgeous, but there is no heart. They recanted the teddy bear sadness when he said, we know we are useless. Tomorrow, I will join the other 17 stuffed animals in the closet. Also tonight, the children quarreled because of me. The shepherd and his wife came back with sadness. The sheep says, they saw the richness, but not the joy of giving. They saw that consumerism suffocated the sense of God and the taste for prayer. Christmas has become the feast of consumerism. So they wanted to do reparation and they knelt down in front of the cradle of the child God. With all those Christians who forget to be Christians on Christmas Day, 
You come to wonder what we are made for, the angel says. We have been waiting for a couple of weeks in their living room. My wings are numb from so many invitations to contemplation. And yet, they barely notice that the use of the manger is to make the household pray. May I notice, says the lamb, a bit worried, that the crib, the manger, is not empty. Mary, Joseph, and the baby have disappeared. No, the sheep says, look, here they are. Mary is feeding the baby. God is hungry, don't you know? He's hungry for souls. He's hungry for their response to love, says the lamb. He is hungry for the milk of his mother, but also for prayers. How can we help this family, the sheep says. Let's stay here until February 2nd and help them to taste the Christmas octave. It's Christmas for a week, but also the feast of the Holy Family, the feast of the Holy Name of Jesus, the feast of Epiphany. We figures of the manger are humble teachers of prayer. All the Lamb says, do you think we will be able to make them understand? It's not so easy in our secular world. They hesitate to pray in front of other people, even if they themselves believe in God. They just stay together a bit ashamed. They are so deeply anchored in secular values and artificial joys that they no longer can kneel down in front of others. My friends, says the angel, let's not be discouraged. Let us not lose heart. Do not forget we have a great mission. We are important even if we are just sometimes little figures with tasteless colors. We display the incarnation and we remind them that contemplation is superior to consumerism. Then the angel looked a bit pompous and they all understood that he had an important message to deliver. It's true that angels are specialist communicators between heaven and earth. There was a short moment of silence 
And then the angel shouted, Children, Christians, beware. At Christmas, little eyes in painting plaster look at you, and the baby of the crib is waiting for your adoration. Merry Christmas. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.